Oh, mid-September. Either your honeymoon phase has completely disappeared, long gone, depending on when you started school, or you are about to near the end of it. This is usually the time of the year when that excitement that you had over the summer leading up to the new school year is starting to wear away and it's starting to get real. The uh, behaviors, the engagement or lack thereof is really starting to play out in your classes. And today is going to be a little bit of a pep talk and going over a huge mistake that I made when I was in the classroom. And quite frankly, a lot of us still make in the education system just because this is how our system is made. And it is the idea of always needing to do something new instead of focusing on things that are already working. Welcome to the Secondary Teacher Podcast, the podcast for middle and high school teachers juggling multiple preps to get the strategies to reduce overwhelm so that you don't have to choose between being an effective teacher and prioritizing important relationships. I'm your host, Kristen Masick, a 10-year high school engineering teacher, former middle school assistant principal, and teacher coach. Every week, we will discuss strategies, systems, and time-saving tips to help you not only survive, but thrive as a multiple prep teacher. This episode was inspired by Dr. Robin Jackson, who was one of my mentors as an administrator. And one of the things that she talked about this last week that I felt like really resonated with me and that could apply to some of the situations that you are going through and I wish that I would have heard it earlier, was this idea of more, better, new. So typically in education, for some reason, I don't know why, but we tend to always be trying to do new things and then get better at them and then do more. So it's out of order. What we are always trying to do, and if you look at how long you've been teaching, and for me, in my 16 years of teaching, it seems like every single year we're trying to do some new initiative instead of figuring out what is already working. Let's look at this idea. We're going to flip this on its head. What are you doing now that is already working? Then do more of that. Do more of it, do more of it, do more of it so that you can get better at it. And then when you are better at it, you're going to become the best at what was working. For example, if you are finding that students are really resonating when you are doing small group instruction, you had a successful class period and you felt like students really learned, they grasped the concept, they were showing proficiency in that particular content or concept standard that you were going over that day, they really got it. And you feel like they got it because you're doing small group instruction. You need to do more of that. You need to do it every single day that you can get better at it because there are things that you can do in small group instruction that you will learn that you will get better with that. Do you need to provide some sort of guided notes? Does it work better if you combine that small group instruction with another protocol like think, pair, share, write, or a KWL chart? What can you do to really become the best at small group instruction so that you can become better? And then once you have mastered that that is when you add something new. This is the biggest mistake that I feel like I made when I was a teacher. 
that I was always trying to do something new. I was trying to figure out, I was kind of chasing what was going to be the best for my students instead of focusing on what was already working. And that is something that I try to teach other teachers now in hindsight is because what I've learned over these years is that when I finally looked at what was happening really well in my classroom and then focusing on that, that's when I started improving. That's when my students started improving. Their output, their proficiency just skyrocketed because I was doing what worked. What was engaging them I did more of until I got better at it. And then I found something new if I wanted to add that to it. So what you're going to do to make this really work is figure out what is working now. What are some things or thing? Remember, it can just be one thing, one thing that is working really well for you now. And it could be that small group instruction. It could be that your bell ringers or your prompts when students come in are working really well. It could be your assignments or another routine or procedure. Something that is working really well, I would say that look for something that is demonstrating student proficiency. So it's not so much what you're doing, but it's more student-centered versus teacher-centered. What is it that is having them show the most learning and progress, focus on that item. What is something that you are doing there that is working well? Now, if you don't know what this is, I'm going to give you some ideas on how to possibly find out what that one thing is so that you can do more of it and therefore become better and best before trying anything new. And this is going to be a huge shout out for any of my new teachers, but also my veteran teachers. This works for everyone. You as a veteran teacher might have an easier time identifying what is working, but my new teacher friends, this is where it might be a little bit difficult, but here are three strategies that you can use to figure out what is already working really well. The first would be to find a colleague, a mentor, a friend, an instructional coach, even an administrator within your school and ask them what's working well. What you are doing is you are inviting them to come into your classroom to do an observation and specifically asking them, what is the one thing that is making the most impact on my student learning and growth? What is that one thing? That's the challenge for them is to observe a quite a big portion of your class. It might be a little bit difficult for them to see it within five minutes, but maybe 15 minutes is probably the minimum. Expect that someone would be in your classroom for a while and they might need to come back on more than one occasion. They may need to come to other class periods, but what is the one thing, the one thing that is making the largest impact on your student learning? That's all you're wanting to find out. Now. If you don't have someone available to do that for you, another alternative would be to record yourself and go through that same process. It will take a little bit to watch and possibly watch a few different times. You might end up needing to take multiple videos of different angles because you will want to see what you're doing versus what the students are doing, but you can record on your phone or some sort of tablet what is going on in your class 
and then look to see okay, what is working really well? And that will also help you reflect to see what happened in that class period to know what really was working well and help you narrow down what that one thing could be. Another alternative, so this is the third option, is kind of adding on to the other two, but you could use the Streamline Your Secondary Teaching Scorecard, where it is a scorecard that you can get for free. I will have the link in the show notes, or you can go to kristenmasick.com scorecard, and you can get it for free. And what it does is you just give yourself points for doing things during the day. Now, this is typically meant to see where you are saving a lot of time. But at the end of each day, there is a place for you to rate how the day went. How did you feel about that day? And you could go back and you could look at those days that you were feeling really good about your day and what you had accomplished and your student learning and then kind of reverse engineer that and figure out, okay, why was it that that day went really well? Typically, if you are having a rough day with students, that's not going to be one of your really great feeling days. And you're usually going to be having a better time with students when they're engaged, when they are learning, and when they are excited about what you are teaching. As a recap, for your assignment, you are going to look through the last few weeks of school or even yesterday or today and think about, okay, what is that one thing that is working really well? And then you're going to do more of that. Start planning it so that you're doing more of that, more of it. It could be a protocol. It could be a student strategy, a teaching strategy. It could be a type of lesson. It could be a myriad of different things, but figure out what is already working to help your students be successful in your class. You want to do more of that until you become better and then the best at whatever you have chosen to focus on. And then after you've done that, you've done a lot of practice in it. Now your students are really moving. That is when you can go and figure out if you would like to do something new. If this episode was helpful to you, it could be for others. To help spread the word about this podcast, take a screenshot of this episode, add it to your IG stories, and tag me at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. Until next week.